you know, we're firemen, we're supposed to be role models. So we should be out there, you know, looking good, being in good shape and, and eating healthy. Enchanted Sky Media. Media. This is Code 3, the Firefighters Podcast. Now, here's your host, Scott Orr. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me again. This is the show for and about firefighters. We're informing and entertaining members of the fire service just like you from coast to coast. Have you heard of the Primal Blueprint? It's a plan to create an overall healthy body by eating more like our ancestors did. It works to adapt evolutionary eating patterns for modern-day lifestyles. And if that confuses you, you're not alone. But we're going to learn about it together from today's guest. Nick Holderbaum is a firefighter paramedic in Columbus, Ohio. He's also a certified ancestral health coach. Nick works with firefighters and fire departments to move their daily practices toward healthy choices. And he joins me now to explain how the Primal Blueprint can make you more healthy. Thanks for being on Code 3 today, Nick. Thank you, sir. I'm grateful for the opportunity to uh, connect with your listeners. Can you explain in basic terms what the Primal Blueprint is? Yes, sir. So the, the Primal Blueprint was created by author and one of the pioneers in the paleo primal evolutionary health movement, Mark Sisson. So he basically put together these 10 lifestyle laws that represent an all-encompassing description of the lifestyle behaviors required for optimal gene expression health, fitness, and longevity. So and at its simplest, eat like your ancestors ate, move like your ancestors ate, and you'll be healthier for it. So does this bear any resemblance to the paleo diet? Absolutely. The, the primal paleo, this whole evolutionary health movement, um, it's just getting back to the roots. So, you know, before 10,000 years ago, the agricultural revolution that has kind of put our all of our healths on a downward spiral we all our genes adapted to thrive on a tremendous variety of plants and animal foods and a hunter gather a hunter gather dietary habits so how would eating like this look on a daily basis so on a daily basis you're going to consume mostly plants and animals so you're going to eat a, an abundance of colorful vegetables and and animals. So you're going to consume fatty meat and complete protein from animal products, which in evolutionary terms, they supported a complex brain that enabled us to ascend to the top of the food chain. So the main things you're going to cut out are going to be grains, sugars, industrial vegetable seed oils. So no more canola oil, safflower oil, sunflower oils, those super high polyunsaturated fatty acid oils that are already oxidized and pretty much have a negative effect on your DNA. So you're going to want to replace those with your your butter, your preferably grass-fed butter, uh, your olive oil, avocado oil, lard, tallow, bacon grease, that sort of thing. 
That almost sounds too good to be true. Well, not too good to be true. It's just kind of straightforward, you know. We uh, The standard American diet, which is telling you to consume mostly carbohydrates in the form of grains and, and sugars, it, it doesn't match with our genes. It causes a mismatch. So when you eat plants and animals, you're consuming mostly fat. So your, prefer, your preferred fuel source is fat. That's why we store fat, because we want to use it for energy later on. When you consume carbohydrates and grains, they're all converted to sugar eventually, which causes an insulin response and eventually insulin resistance causing chronic disease, prediabetes, type 2 diabetes, and so on. How long have you been on this this dietary plan, we'll call it? You know, I don't like to call it a dietary plan. It's more of it's more of just, you know, a lifestyle modification just to make make things simpler. You know, it's no fad weight loss program. This is how our ancestors lived for two and a half million years. So, um, you know, a little bit of background for me. I, I used to be a factory worker for a long time, uh, mostly sedentary job where I thought drinking, you know, diet Dr. Pepper and eating subs from subway and jimmy john's was a healthy way to go and so once i found mark's daily apple which is uh mark sisson's blog uh it, it all kind of just made sense you know you 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 send our genes the right signals and they express express themselves in a healthy way you send them unhealthy signals and they expect express themselves in an unhealthy way how quickly can we expect to see results? How quickly do we see results? So it takes about 21 days to see results. But but that's a challenge for most people. I mean, throughout that 21 days, if we want to jump right into it, I challenge your listeners to, number one, eat real food. Number two, avoid sugar, grains, unhealthy fats, and beans and legumes. Number three, you're going to align your carb intake with your weight loss goals and activity levels. So we recommend in the primal community that you keep your carbohydrates under 150 grams per day, which is pretty easy when your diet consists of mostly meat and vegetables. Uh, you're going to, number four, move frequently at a slow pace. So you're going to get between two to five hours per week of moderate aerobic exercise. Number five, you're going to lift heavy things. So conduct one to three brief, intense sessions of full body functional movements lasting anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes. You don't want to be in the gym any longer than that, or else you're going to get in this pattern of cortisol release where you become catabolic, you're going to wreck your immune system, and you're going to eventually lead to burnout and injury. So we recommend you do strength sessions that can consist of full-body movements, which are pull-ups, push-ups, planks, squats, and lunges. Uh, number six, you're going to sprint. You're going to go all out once a week, just like our ancestors did when they were running from predators or chasing prey. Um, and, and we recommend you do that once every seven to 10 days. And that means all out. It's, it's all you got. So number seven, get eight hours of sleep every night. Obviously for firefighters and paramedics, that's going to be tough. I work for a SETI department that's up a few times every night, uh, which means when you go home, you got a nap. I mean, it's all about what's in our control and what's out of our control and whether or not we get up at night to take runs is pretty much out of our control. But what we do to compensate for that is really going to have a huge impact on our life. So go home, nap, avoid artificial light at night as much as you can. 
I'm going to recommend you're not staring at your phone. You know, you're going to align your circadian rhythm. So when it's dark, it should be dark. That's when you get tired, you release melatonin. If you're staring at artificial light at your cell phone screen or the TV all night, you're going to suppress that melatonin and you're going to release cortisol because your body thinks, hey, it's the sun's still out. I need to stay up. I need to be alert and ready for action. I, I also recommend that departments can take a, a step towards better health, which is uh, on their MDCs and computer screens, they download justgetflux.com. And what that does is it kind of puts a red screen, red tint on your computer screens to uh, kind of mimic your circadian rhythm. So that's one step that you can take. I know that's kind of biohacking, but it's an easy thing you can do. The program's free. That's another thing that you can do. Um, the rest of the 21-day challenge, um, and hopefully you're all, you're all still with me here. I know this is a lot, but this is, you know, kind of reclaiming your health. So uh, number eight, you're going to get 15 minutes of direct sun exposure each day. So obviously you don't want to get burnt, but you need you need the sun. You need vitamin D. Vitamin D is your spell checker gene. It's what's going to prevent you from having multiple chronic diseases, especially cancer. For every form of melanoma or carcinoma out there from sun exposure, there's another 55 cases of cancer from lack of vitamin D. So don't be afraid to get sun. Obviously cover those areas of your body that get too much sun exposure all the time and burn, like your neck, hands, and that sort of thing. Uh, number nine is going to be play. So just find time to let go especially for a high-stress job like we have. You know, you need to find time to let go and disconnect, so unwind and have fun each day. It all sounds very reasonable, and it sounds like it's doable. How does this go over with your coworkers at the station? Uh, that's that's one of the challenges that you're going to run into. I mean, this you, you need a good support system around you. So I've noticed that when, you know, fire, firemen are firemen, they're going to bust your balls. They're, you know, they're going to tell you that, you know, firemen didn't used to eat this way, whatever. It's a fad, you know, paleo, this whole thing. It's you're going gluten free. That's a girly thing to do. And, you know, they kind of wear it as a badge of honor to be unhealthy. You know, Saturday's pizza and sub day. That's great. I'm not telling you to sacrifice and struggle. I'm telling you to eat plants and animals, strive for 100 percent excellence, but accept the 80 percent success rate. You know, if you want to eat subs and pizza on Saturday, that's great. Go for it. But, you know, wearing as a badge of honor, you're the one who should be explaining why you eat like a child. But for the most part, me and my coworkers get along great. You know, I think they want to they want to have great health. You know, we're firemen. We're supposed to be role models. So we should be out there, you know, looking good, being in good shape and, and eating healthy. So that's why I want to give your listeners these actionable takeaways that they can do at the firehouse every day. Just like I said, eliminating those standard American diet foods. So you eliminate the harmful oils, the vegetable oils, the seed oils, replace those with the healthy cooking fats. Like I said earlier, the butters, the avocado oil, olive oil. You eliminate sugars. You eliminate the grains. Grains have absolutely no necessity in, in our diet whatsoever. Sounds as though when you cook, you cook a little differently than the rest of the crew. How does it look different on the table? What do they serve versus what you serve? So when I cook, I tend to cook meat and veggies. So whatever that is, if it's a sort of thing where you're struggling, you don't know how to cook this way, 
you do a quick Google search for primal recipes, paleo recipes, throw it in the crock pot. Most, most firehouses have a crock pot. It makes it pretty easy. Um, but yeah, when other guys cook, you know, sandwiches and subs or that sort of thing, it's pretty easy. I, I you know, I choose what I want to eat. I eat the meat out of it. I'll eat the vegetables on the side. You know, you got, you got to kind of hedge your bets. So if, if I know that the guys are going to cook unhealthy, I still want to get nutrients. I still want to have a nutrient dense diet. So I'll bring leftovers that I cooked the night before and, and don't, it, it's, it's not going to mess up the the brotherhood or the you know what's going on there because i'm still putting in the 10 bucks for the day you can still have my 10 bucks and cook whatever you want i'm just telling you hey i don't want to eat that stuff <laughs> when i eat grains when i eat bread when i eat pasta that sort of thing it makes me feel like i'm myself it makes me feel like crap i'm bloated i lose my energy it kind of gives me that brain fog i don't perform as well on the job now let me ask you about that does that happen right away? I mean, if you cut those things from your diet and then you go back to throwing them in, do you notice immediately that they don't make you feel real good? I'm glad you brought that up. So what most people find is after going 21 days of eating primally, I should say, and then they reintroduce these foods, these grains and sugars, these legumes, even dairy for those who are lactose intolerant, um, they, they're more sensitive to it. So they feel like crap, you know, it, it zaps their energy. Food's supposed to give you energy. It's not supposed to make you want to sit on the recliners and take a nap. Okay. You should feel like, Hey, I'm ready to go out. You should, you should feel good, right? You should feel good after you eat. Not like you need to sit around and digest. Exactly. I know someone said you should be able to run a mile after you eat. So I'm not telling people, to, you know, have portion control and count calories and struggle or sacrifice. Like I said, this is just extracting the most joy out of every day, eating like our ancestors ate, and you're going to be healthier for it. All right, Nick Holderbaum, thanks for talking with us today on Code 3. Absolutely. I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to be on your show. I'm a big fan, and uh, I hope everybody can take something away from this. And there's more about the Primal Blueprint on our website at Code3Podcast.com slash Primal. Check it out. Ready for your trivia question? This one is easy. Who is the patron saint of firefighters? I'll have the answer right after this. If you've been thinking about making a monthly pledge to support Code 3, we have an even better reason for you to do it now. We've started a new subscriber-only benefit. It's called the Code 3 Bull Session. It's more material from some of our interviews. Interesting stuff that didn't make it into the regular show. But only patrons get to hear it. So head over to Code3Podcast.com slash support and make a pledge of $10 a month or more. And you'll get immediate access to the Bull Session. Don't miss it. Here's the trivia answer. St. Florian, a.k.a. the Master of Fire and Water, is the patron saint of firefighters. Not too tough, right? All right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with more, and I hope you'll join me then. I'm Scott Orr, and until then, I'll see you later. Code 3 is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To get in contact with us, visit Code3Podcast.com. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you should. 
Don't miss an episode. Find us at the Apple iTunes Store, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.